0: Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode.
1: Welcome to the NS Invest Cast 2021 Economic Update and Market Outlook. It is quite challenging to develop an economic outlook for 2021 given these extraordinary times. So let's start by reviewing 2020. In going over the economic outlook, I'm going to be going over the major aspects of the economy which include employment, consumer confidence, the housing market, corporate profits, as well as disposable personal income spending and savings. Turning first to employment, the pandemic brought the biggest surge in unemployment in the United States history. In a very short period of time, we went from essentially full employment to 22 million unemployed people as the economy shut down. The CARES Act passed at the end of March provided relief and a steady improvement in the employment picture over the course of 2020. Most recently, the December employment showed a decrease of 140,000 jobs. This reversed a multi-month trend of job gains. However, it is easily explained by the surge of COVID-19 and related restrictions. There were 372,000 jobs lost in the restaurant and bar industry during that month. Outside of those jobs, the trend towards regaining the jobs lost from March continued. As to not sound too optimistic about the jobs picture, it is worth noting that initial claims for unemployment have remained around 800,000 on a weekly basis, which is roughly four times the normal pre-pandemic readings. Turning to consumer confidence, there are two components of consumer confidence, the assessment of current conditions and future expectations, both of which were at record levels early in the year. The present conditions index dropped in half in March and was improving until the recent surge in COVID-19 cases. That index dropped in December for the second straight month to a reading of 88.6, which is the lowest reading since August. The big decline came from consumers' assessments of current labor conditions, which plunged from 105.9 to 90.3. Future expectations, on the other hand, remained steady. In fact, it is interesting to note that in the past three financial crises, the present conditions component got down to readings in the low 20s. Whereas in 2020, that number bottomed near 70 and future expectations actually remained at levels consistent with normal economic conditions. One can interpret that consumers have operated under the belief that the impact of the pandemic would be limited to a finite time frame. Let's take a quick look at the housing market. The housing market remained robust throughout the pandemic. Even though there has been some cooling off recently, the low supply of housing and affordable mortgage rates could provide a further boost to the economy in 2021. Let's turn our attention to corporate profits. Corporate profits experienced a historic downturn in 2020, with the second quarter ending in June, marking the nadir. Expectations were very low for the third quarter as well, but those results exceeded that bar by dropping only 7% versus a consensus forecast of a 22% decline after the quarter was already over. Similarly, the fourth quarter of 2020 is on track to exceed the 12% decline forecast and is on track now for a more modest 6.8% decline. There is expectation of a strong rebound in corporate profits in 2021. Stay tuned for that. Looking at disposable personal income spending and savings is where the numbers are most significantly different than the commonly accepted narrative. The big surprise when looking at this data for 2020 was that disposable personal income increased. $1 trillion, despite the pandemic. The entirety of this increase came from transfer payments from the government. A related surprise is that wages only declined modestly, despite the dramatic increase in unemployment. How could this be? Well, the jobs lost were low paying jobs, whereas high income earners experienced increases in wages and bonuses. The $1 trillion increase in disposable income was saved and not spent. In fact, there was a $500 billion decrease in personal spending. This boils down to a $1.5 trillion increase in savings. That money ended up in the stock market, which helps explain the incredible performance of equities during a year with a record surge in unemployment and a record decline in corporate profits. Now on to our forecast for 2021. Two big variables that will determine the pace of the economic recovery will be the success of the vaccine rollout and the size, speed, and scope of the next fiscal stimulus package. We believe employment will remain challenged. Following December's disappointment, we would not be surprised to see another decrease in total jobs in January. We do believe, however, that in the second half of 2021, job growth will be robust. As such, we expect the unemployment rate, which finished two thousand and twenty at 7.45% will decline to around 5% by the end of the year. Consumer confidence will follow suit. The assessment of current conditions will remain at these depressed levels until the economy is able to reopen and jobs are regained. We like to watch those future expectations component to gauge the level of optimism in the country. Our faith in the American consumer leads us to believe that those future expectations will remain upbeat. We think housing will be a driver of increased economic activity as the shortage of available homes will spur construction activity. During the housing bubble of 2006 through 2008, there was as many as 2.2 million annual new housing starts. And in 2020, that number was as low as 934,000. As we mentioned earlier, we expect a strong rebound for corporate profits in 2021, but we expect that rebound to be back-end loaded. We think there is risk in the current optimistic estimates of S&P earnings jumping 23.5% to around $168 per S&P share as higher corporate taxes and perhaps some inflationary pressures and higher interest costs could eat into those profits. We believe that American consumer is eager to spend particularly on experiences and expect the savings rate to drop precipitously and as such the spending rate to rise dramatically. Once again, the successful distribution of the vaccine and the victory against the coronavirus are critical to this prediction. Another important element of this dynamic is the additional fiscal stimulus that has been proposed by President Joe Biden. Whereas the last fiscal stimulus in March passed swiftly, the most recent fiscal stimulus package became a political football that was kicked around for months. Now we'll move on to our review of the market market finished 2020 at record levels, with the most speculative sectors in the market producing the best returns. The NASDAQ was up 43.64%, the Russell 2000 was up 18.36%, the S&P 500 was up 16.26%, and the Dow Jones was up 7.25%. Interest rates remained subdued, with the 10-year Treasury rate finishing at 0.93%. The first nine months of 2020 favored the technology, consumer discretionary, and communication sectors, whereas the energy, financial, and materials were the top three performing sectors in the market for quarter four. There are a few things I would like to highlight for the year. The first is the fact that since early November, there has been a shift to value stocks. The Russell 2000 Small Cap Value Index posted its best quarter since 1987. Next, the dollar finished at its lowest level since 2018, which we think has a myriad of implications for the future. Additionally, a $900 billion fiscal stimulus package was finally passed, and expectations are that there will be further increases in direct payments to individuals. Finally, I can't conclude my overview of the market without commenting that valuations are extremely elevated, with the S&P 500 trading at close to 29 times 2020 earnings. We think the market in 2021 will continue some of the trends that started in the fourth quarter of 2020, rather than those trends of the first three quarters. Most notably, we believe the more economically sensitive value stocks will continue the rebound of the last few months, while the mega-cap growth-oriented stocks will produce much more modest returns. In this anticipated economic recovery, one can also expect outperformance from the financial sector as well as material and commodity companies. Small caps could also continue their recent strength as they are historically the best performers in periods of improving economies and rising interest rates. We do believe the increase in economic activity will lead to higher intermediate and longer term interest rates over the course of the year. We don't want to conclude the forecast without pointing out the enormous amount of uncertainty, more uncertainty than I've ever seen in my 37 years of experience. The impact of the dramatic increase in the national debt The superior response to COVID-19 from some large Asian nations and the related relative improvement in those economies are just a couple examples of a long list of potential wild cards and game changers. Lastly, we are concerned that market participants are underestimating the inherent risk of owning equities at these elevated levels given the uncharted waters that we have not yet cleared. Valuation still matters. Choose your stocks wisely. Thank you.
0: That concludes this episode of NS Cast. We hope you enjoyed this recording and we welcome any feedback. Feel free to send questions and comments to info at nsinvest.com. From everyone here at Northstar, thank you for listening to the InvestCast. Securities are offered through Mid-Atlantic Capital Corporation, a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Northstar Investment Management Corp., a registered investment advisor. North Star Investment Management Corp. is not a subsidiary or control affiliate of Mid-Atlantic Capital Corporation. The information provided in this commentary is not an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to purchase any security, product, or brokerage service. The information is not intended to be used as the basis for investment decisions, nor should the information be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of any investor. This commentary is presented to illustrate examples of the securities that Northstar Investment Management Corporation and or its affiliates may have brought for client accounts and the diversity of markets in which Northstar Investments may invest and may not be representative of current or future investments. You should not assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product made reference to directly or indirectly in this commentary will be profitable or will equal to any corresponding performance levels that might be indicated. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investments in securities involve risks, including the possible loss of the principal invested. Northstar and others associated with it, including employees, may have positions in and affect transactions in securities of companies mentioned or indirectly referenced in this commentary. Northstar may buy, sell, or hold these securities in proprietary or client accounts. Northstar will not be providing regular updates or advising you of any changes in the views expressed herein. Investors should consider their investment objectives, risk tolerance, and financial situation and needs before investing in any security. Tax considerations, commissions, fees, and other costs should be carefully evaluated with one's investment and or tax advisors. Information provided is obtained from sources deemed to be reliable, but Northstar cannot guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information. This material may not be reproduced, distributed, or transmitted to any other person in whole or in part without the prior written consent of Northstar. Star. A copy of North Star Investment Management Corporation's form ADV brochure, privacy notice, and business continuity plan summary can be obtained by calling 312, 5A00900